good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever or wherever you are, whether you're baking bread, having a brisk bike ride, or brunching in a bistro. That's for you, producer Andy. He loves an alliteration. I thank you for tuning in to series four of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom. My name is Georgina Townsend and I am your host and the acting editor of Kitchens, Bedrooms and Bathrooms magazine. For our fourth episode, I was joined a second time for this series in our office slash studio by interior designers Pierre Pelkinen from Pierre Design and Amy Stoddart of Amy Rebecca Interiors as we chatted about flooring and worktops for the kitchen and bathroom. So, why does wood work better in the kitchen and not the bathroom? Is concrete actually a good idea? Do effect tiles look like the real thing? And will lemons stain marble? We discuss everything you need to know, from different materials, styles, installation to practicality. Before we get going, I have a favour to ask. We want to try and help as many people as possible. Whether they're currently renovating a complete do-upper or just simply want to refurbish their dated kitchen or tired bathroom. So please, if you have the time, share this episode with friends or family or your neighbours down the street. Plus, leave a review and subscribe. Right, let's begin, shall we? Okay, so hello, Amy and Pia. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about floors and worktops for the kitchen and bathroom. So obviously, massive topic. Often I find that homeowners don't know that much about materials. They'll just pick one that they think looks nice. That's obviously not what we should be doing, is it? Not at all. And I think you're right. They always look at an inspo image or something and they're like, I want that. But there's so much more about what the material is and how it works and the durability. Definitely. So is there a material, this is to both of you, that you cannot stand working with? There's one that I really love the look of and get asked about a lot, but from a practical perspective always scares me and that's concrete. They're notorious for staining. So you put anything, anything wet on there, like a wet cup, you will end up with a ring. And it's just something that unless the client is absolutely aware of the maintenance that it comes with and how you have to look after the material, I would really advise against. That's so interesting because concrete is massive, right? I mean, so many people want that industrial look, but the fact that you've just told me you can't even put something wet on it in a kitchen (laughs) seems ridiculous. There are some really good alternatives. We've worked with Mortex before, which is a resin-based concrete look product. So it does have a much more waterproof quality about it than raw concrete so so that's a good alternative if maintenance is an issue so when a homeowner says to you i want a concrete worktop do you shudder inside a little bit but i immediately think to myself more text this is what you mean <laughs> and bring my sample book out so amy the same to you so my pet hate is a tiled wood effect floor i just don't like it i feel like it's trying to be something it's not it never quite looks right you can kind of tell that it's printed and also it always feels cold underfoot And I just think the natural beauty of like an engineered or real timber floor, you can't beat it. Absolutely. Do you know what mine would be? Not that I'm a designer, but the one that I always think you don't want that is marble. I just, marble, marble. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just think the fact that you can't put anything on it without it staining 
it just to me in a kitchen that seems crazy I was talking to TV presenter Helen Skelton Mm -hmm. she had her kitchen in our magazine and she really wanted marble in her kitchen and she went to the you know the warehouse and she spoke to the people there and they said are you the type of person who will leave a glass of red wine or a container of curry on your marble (laughs) worktop and probably not clean it to the you know the next morning and she was admitted that she was and they sort of said well Marble's probably not for you. So to me, I think marble would be my worst nightmare. Really? I'm obsessed with it. I would have it literally everywhere. And I always say, I think that's such a good point because I always say to my clients, are you that person? If you're not, don't have it. But if you can embrace the fact that it stains and you had a party and someone left red wine out, but you embrace it and enjoy that and it's kind of a memory and it tells a bit of a story, then go for it. I just love it. Do you love marble marble? Do you like things that look like marble or is it has to be marble for you? I just love the marble because it's natural and it just has so much depth and beauty to it. Whereas I feel like the mimics never quite get there. I think that also you could go for something that's also a natural material called a quartzite. And that's less porous than marble, more durable. So that's kind of where I go to with worktops if I'm advising a client you know marble's a bit too porous let's go for a quartzite I was just about to go to quartzite yeah. New York quartz is one of my favorite yeah. works Ooh, um, really? rock quartz it, yes it has the veining of marble but the more hard-wearing qualities of a composite almost but yeah. it's still natural because I'm in two minds as well I love the look of marble I think it's one of those things that patterns and ages really well any marks on it kind of add to even if it's chipped a little bit, I think that adds to the history of it as a, mm. as a material. And I agree with Amy, the composites just aren't quite there yet. They look a little bit too uniform for me. So the veining just looks a little bit too repeated. And yeah, you just can't beat the real deal, can you? <laughs> Not at all. So we've thrown out a few terms here, composites and quartzites. So where don't we go back to the basics? So what are the most practical worktops? For a kitchen, and then we'll go to flooring. But for now, what are the most practical worktops? I'd say it's composite, so man-made stones. Composite worktops are the most hard-wearing. They're definitely the most forgiving. If you put something hot on it or if you leave something wet on there overnight, they have inherently better qualities for being more hard-wearing than natural materials. Porcelain is a great option as well. You can put really hot pans directly onto porcelain, which is great. So that's another option. And granite as well mm-hmm. notoriously a really good worktop I think it's had a bit of a bad rep because it tends to come in those kind of dark pearly colors that mm-hmm. have gone out of fashion a bit yeah <laughs> that actually reminds me so um, another home that we featured was the kitchen of Chetna Macon who's a chef and she told me that she had a granite worktop and was very rough with it and was horrified to realize that actually pouring caramel onto it placing hot pans using knives directly on it could have actually made it crack so she went for a decton which you can be really rough with I would say if you were really a keen chef and you and you loved cooking and baking and things like decton decton and the man-made materials are definitely better how do you feel about stainless steel yeah I quite like the idea of stainless steel actually I have done one before um it was a mix actually of real marble they had it on the island where it was less cooking more decorative and then the working space where they were chopping and prepping everything that was stainless steel so the mix of materials was really nice and I do like the kind of industrial feel of stainless steel and as we've talked about it also wears as you use it which is quite a nice element 
Absolutely. I think, like you said, for someone who cooks a lot, like if you're a bit of a head chef in your own kitchen, nothing can really beat that. And and it also means you can mix and match. So you could have, like Amy said, you could have a section of stainless steel worktop. You could have somewhere else where you go for a really beautiful natural marble and have, have the aesthetic of that. And the other thing we haven't mentioned, I think, is like wooden worktops and end grain wooden worktops, which I really love, especially if people use them. Yeah. They're great when they're just decorative end grain worktops, but but I love when people actually get on and actually use it to chop things and let that age and pattern as well. It can become a really beautiful thing. And so how about the floor? Obviously, you have to put a lot of thought into your worktops, how you're going to use it, where you're going to use it. Is it the same for the floor? It's a bit controversial in a sense, isn't it? I, I'm a believer that, yes, you can have wooden floors in kitchens, but some people are horrified by the thought. So I, I think, again, it comes down to how you live and how you cook and, and what are you like? Are you likely to sco- spill a glass of red wine and then not wipe it up? But I think with wooden floors, as long as you wipe things up straight away, then they'll be fine. So Yeah, they just take a bit more TLC, I guess. And like with the marble, you kind of have to embrace every scuff and scratch. Like I've just had engineered timber installed in my house and my partner has already dented it about five times <laughs> and I just have to take some deep breaths and it's only wooden floor we'll get over it and just try to embrace that and enjoy it for what it is. Is there a material you should not be using on your floor in a kitchen? I see you thinking concrete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you not? <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah I think I think concrete would be one where unless you're going for a really industrial look I think I would probably avoid that. The marks and aging would would be a very dramatic story to tell I think yeah (laughs) someone also told me a horror story about how their underfloor heating stopped working and they basically had to pull up their entire concrete floor because it's all you know it's all laid and it's all you know there's no seams there's no nothing you have to just dig it all up don't you and if there's a problem underneath it bye bye concrete floor Yeah, yeah that's so true horrible what are your feelings about vinyl and laminate I mean I feel they get a bit of a bad rap but are they still as not as nice as they used to be they have a time and a place like a laminate would be great in a development for example vinyl I don't use it so much do you Pia? No I I can't think when I've last specified it but I did work on a project recently where they went for Corandine floors and I was a bit like oh how's it gonna be (laughs) and do you know what I have to eat my words it was actually really nice unless I'd unless I'd known what it was I think I would have assumed it was engineered so it, it did look really nice. And how about should someone, if they've got, you know, pets and children, should what sort of flooring should they be having? So I did a um, project in Fulham recently and on the whole of the ground floor, we actually did a resin and they had two kids and um, pets and it worked so, so well. So resin is completely seamless. So it's great for cleaning very durable it doesn't scratch too much and it's actually really lovely and soft underfoot so when the kids are kind of running around and playing if they do fall over or if they're like playing on the floor it's just really soft and yeah very family friendly and how about if you're more glamorous during entertaining parties someone who wants a more high-end look who doesn't like scuffs who doesn't like chips who doesn't like any marks at all what sort of flooring should they be going for resin is probably a really good seamless look for that sort of client as well but large format tiles are also another good option some people don't like the grout lines but obviously Mm. if you go for a larger format then you'll have less grout lines and that can be very hard wearing obviously if you drop anything on a even a large format marble you might end up chipping it so with everything I think you do have to be conscious of maintenance and wear and tear so all of this thought that goes into our floors and worktops in our kitchens is that the same for our bathrooms definitely yes I think maybe even more so because the bathrooms are such a wet area there are definitely do's and don'ts in the bathroom 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> Explain. Definitely no wooden flooring in the bathroom, I would say. <laughs> That's a hard no. Marble, again, is a very wet area, so you have to embrace the fact that it will damage because it's porous. So porcelain tiles are probably your best bet, or Mortex. Micro cement works perfectly. Again, no grout lines, so that's really beautiful. Slightly more expensive than a porcelain tile. So can you tell me, why is wood a no-no in a bathroom? Because of water ingress. It will swell. If you leave it wet, if you've got, especially if you're a family with kids and you have a bath in the room and you have water running down the side of the bath and it sits, it will stain and it will swell. And it might eventually actually damage the waterproofness of your bathroom. What else do we need to consider when we are buying a floor for our bathroom? Well, we mentioned already bathrooms are a very wet area. So although there's no building regulation in residential settings for slip rating some tiles, it is something that's worth considering. Some tiles come with a slip rating and it makes them a little bit less slippy. So when choosing between a gloss tile or a matte tile, I would always go for a matte tile for the floor. Um, or if you can go for an R9 on R10 slip rating, then even better. It just gives you that extra assurance of safety that you're not going to slip over when you get out of the shower or the bath. And how about on the walls? Can you use the same material on your floor as your walls? Yeah, of course, yeah, 100%. Sometimes people like that seamless look and other times people might think, okay, I've gone for a durable, non-slippery on the floor, let's go for a really fun zellige tile on the walls or something that you wouldn't typically have on the floor, so something that's a bit more patterned, smaller, a mosaic perhaps. Or glossy. Glossy, yeah, exactly. And how about vanity areas? Obviously that's the sort of the worktop of the bathroom, isn't it? Is that the same as a kitchen worktop? I suppose it does have similar tendencies, but it's not as strict because you're not preparing food, you're not cutting, you're not dealing with hot pots and pans. So marble is more popular. I keep saying marble, but it is. (laughs) For that kind of hotel, glamorous, luxury vibe, that is really, really popular. You can also go for laminates, which are slightly more cost-effective. In the bathroom, you just have to make sure that you're kind of keeping it wiped down and pools of water don't sit on the surface. Um, Natural wood is a good option. Potentially even a Corian, actually. That would work well in the bathroom. I think wood is one that I tend to avoid for bathrooms I think again because of water ingress but like Amy said it is generally a little bit less stringent in bathrooms because you're not preparing food I I love a marble in a bathroom as well yeah (laughs) we're obsessed aren't we (laughs) we are obsessed I'm getting a vibe that you like a glamorous bathroom (laughs) (laughs) we do so there's obviously so many options out there we've named loads of them already where do you start in buying a worktop or floor for the kitchen or bathroom I guess you think about a few different things. So budget, time restraints, style, the durability. So if they have kids, the way the family works. Mm, We always start by asking about lifestyle. So how do you live? What sort of family life do you have? What sort of maintenance things do we have to keep in mind when specifying a worktop? And we like to take people to showrooms as well. There's some really nice stone showrooms where you can go kitchen showrooms or, or even bigger places that have even more choice. There's nothing quite like seeing it in person. And and then you can really appreciate, if you are leaning towards marble, you can see how that look compares to a composite marble effect. And that (coughs) often helps people make that decision. I think it's interesting to ask the client as well what they had in mind for their bathroom or kitchen and go from that point because I think you can also educate them in the different surfaces and maybe change some misconceptions. 
So what are you loving right now? Have you done a project recently where they've been really creative or done anything really interesting with their worktops and floors? There's a project we designed recently where actually we flipped things around a bit because maintenance was a big issue. So we went for just a plain white composite worktop, which you can't really beat that in terms of the low maintenance and and hard wearingness. But then we mixed it up and went for a really feature basin. So I've done one with a beautiful marble basin and another one with a ceramic basin from a company called London Basin Company. And it had this gorgeous sort of scalloped shape to it with a gold leaf detail on on the top edge. So it allowed us to make a choice on the worktop that was more maintenance based. But then we, we didn't lose the sort of aesthetic of it because the worktop is part of the aesthetic balance of a bathroom. And if you have to compromise on your beautiful marble, for example, and the amazing veins that Amy and I love so much, <laughs> then then that's a really nice way to do it, to bring that aesthetic back in, in the basin or in another way in the room. Um, so one that is in construction stage at the moment, but I'm really excited about. So we've ordered everything and we've done all the concepts. So it's a ensuite bathroom. It's a hers ensuite bathroom. So she's got a separate one, which is really nice. We've gone for a herringbone marble tile on the floor and up one of the walls. Then mixing in some porcelain um, mosaic tiles on the walls and also micro cement on two walls so really mixing materials we've also gone for marble so a red veined marble on the basin countertop which I'm really excited about and that will just add in another layer and another texture and me and Pia are obsessed with marble sorry red veined marble yes wow yeah I'm really excited about it so it's calicata viola hopefully going to look stunning what are the other colors of the tiles are you picking that red up somewhere else or So the herringbone floor is kind of a light white grey tone. Then we've got terracotta um, mosaics and the micro cement is kind of like a pinky tone. Wow. It's it's a pink dream, yeah. Wow. (laughs) What's his ensuite going to look like? Oh, his is quite different. So his is very moody. So we've got a dark grey micro cement and then one of the walls has got a book matched black and white veined marble on the kind of shower wall so yeah his is dark and moody and hers is pink and fun wow (laughs) I know I'll move in (laughs) I think it's my dream so those are the things that you like and some interesting projects that you've done recently but are you noticing anything that's on trend at the moment or gaining in popularity so I think that over the past few years, Terrazzo has been really popular and people are using them a lot as their kitchen worktops. We also see them throughout bathrooms. You can get really good porcelain mimics, which are perfect um, for that kind of durability side that we've touched on quite a bit. Terrazzo is inherently porous. It is essentially crushed up marbles laid out with resin poured over the top. So you do have some similar characteristics to marble however the resin does help to add that layer of resistance I suppose kind of like a quartz does. When you say terrazzo are we thinking super colourful or a bit more subtle big terrazzo small terrazzo because I know you can get really sort of big patterns or really small patterns is it all of the above or is there a certain look that you're seeing? I think the bigger it tends to be and the more colourful I am seeing that kind of vibrancy Everyone's going for something a bit more fun, a bit more out there. I think if you do go quite small, it can maybe look a bit dated. Pia, have you noticed anything? 
there's something that I've been seeing a lot of. I hope it's not going to be a trend, I have to say. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of people do tiled kitchen worktops. And that really just gives me the, oh, just <laughs> something not right about that. I, with grout lines, you know, I mentioned about grout lines and maintenance and, and keeping things clean. And I can just imagine all the dirt and grime just gathering and in all those grout lines and staining them and, and the maintenance you'd have to go through just to you know, re-grout them all the time. It does sound it, wrong. Yeah, I'm not into that. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to not touch it. It would be a no-touch kitchen if yeah, you did Yeah, decorative that. only. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Imagine all the sort of food that gathers in all the grout lines and things. It's not, not nice. for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for talking about worktops and floors for our kitchens and our bathrooms. But you two are going to be back answering our readers' kitchen and bathroom storage dilemmas. So I will chat to you then. Thank you so much. Thank you. There you have it. Would you have thought you could have such strong opinions on tiles? A big thank you once again to Amy and Pia. They will be joining me again for one more episode in a few weeks' time. Before I leave you, I wanted to please ask again, if you liked what you heard, to please give us a review, subscribe, tag us on social media and share with friends and family. Until next time. Bye.